I'm Brady Berserker. I'm Big Sexy Brian Bales. And I'm Metal Matson from Super Geeky Playdate. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready because geekiness begins in... Three, two, one... Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 293 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, recorded live on Sunday, January 7th, 2018. It's our first show of the new year, and for the first show of the new year, we got everyone. Everyone's in the house. Weren't you guys on last week? Oh, that yeah, was, but that was New Year's Eve. That was the it? last day of the old year. That's true. And Naki wasn't here either. either. Yeah. So not everyone was here. Not everyone old, was here. Old, old, old. My bad. I was really sick. Excuses. No, just sick. I'm not sure we just really want reasons. to be. I mean, speaking as someone who's been really sick and done the show before, it's not a very fun experience. You pretty much just kind of sit here like, oh, no. I oh, want to die. I just stabbed myself. Oh, did she stab herself? It's fine. It's is there fine. any blood? Is there any blood? Because this is how we go viral. No, no blood. Well, shit. Just if blood is falling on my feet, up, it's fine. You see people a gif of it and become famous. You see people. We're professionals here. We know what we're doing. Yep. That's not totally. True. Totally know what we're doing. Yes, we totally know. There's a bump for that somewhere, I'm sure, but I don't have it. Sorry. Probably. Trying, my New Year's resolution is to use less bumps. Why? What? Well, I go it made it seem like I was here last week. Yeah, that counts no, That counts in your episode tally as Naki being here. Sweet. No, it doesn't. The record keeper, don't mark that wait, on there. Wait, do you really think I keep track of that, Willie? Because that sounds like far too much work for me to want to do. <laughs> no, I'm sure somebody's record keeping for something. There's always somebody for anything. Whoever the record keeper is, don't mark that down as Naki was present. I was here. What are you talking she about? She was not here. I was too. She was here as far as I recall. I vaguely remember her saying something like this. Willie, I think oh you're God. just stupid. I did. That was last week. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, that's every fucking week. Is it? That's true. That's true. Well, until he goes a week without saying something stupid. Eh, yeah. That's true. I, I mean, I vaguely remember hearing eh, that. I think hasn't happened yet. I think I think Naki chimed in long enough to say this. I think she said that mm, too. Yeah, yeah. I also remember this. I also yeah. require. I, I also recall this. I too remember <laughs> this happening, and there is no way I would lie to you, Willie. There's no way Just ever like that I would. I'm about lie to, to pull you. out of here. Mm, no, mm, no. I no. reject that. I don't care. It happened. Mm. Record keep a. Put that on the record. So we don't have an actual record <laughs> keeper. Do you want the job, Willie? Do you want to be the official record keeper of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast? You know what? Sure, I'll do it. Let's do see you, how well this gets done. Do you want to go through the back catalog <laughs> of now 293 episodes and count attendance points? <laughs> sure, let's see how well this works. <laughs> I have, terrible. You want to give me a title? I have go great faith that this is going to be efficient and well done in a quick manner. I can put it on my resume, right? Yeah, because yeah. you want to put this resume, uh, this uh, excuse me, this podcast on your resume. Good luck with that. Nothing terrible will happen. to You're going to go into your interview. You'll and definitely make, get a job. Yeah, you'll go into an interview and they'll, they'll be make, like, uh, "Well, I guess we got to look up this thing 
holy shit, he's talking about pulling out and yeah. not wearing condoms all the damn time, and they keep talking about his dick. I wonder if he has a good-looking dick. Or they'll be like, uh, Mr. Nelson. Uh, we can't hire him, but I wonder. Mr. Nelson, can you explain what you mean by being pull-out Willie? What does this mean? Why does this make you a, it a means, target uh, to be hired? Do you want a metaphor, or do you want it straight up? Neither. Hey, that's, up, that's up to you, Mr. Nelson. You really want this <laughs> job. You're going to have to figure out the right way to answer. All right, let me give it to you, Paul Abdul style. Two steps forward and one step back? No, I was going to say straight up. Straight up. Mm. Do you really want to? Yeah. Oh, I can't sing it. That's right. God damn it. It's not fair use. You're neutering me here, Chris. I'm neutering you now. You're pull out Willie. Like why? If, if you're neutered, why are you pull out Willie? Yeah, these things seem to contradict each other. Yeah, you can't be. I both. never said I made sense. If you don't want kids, why don't you get yourself neutered? Money costs money to do that. It, it should be covered under your health insurance. You're mad. And who, and who knows? Maybe I want to sell my sperm for some point in time to get some extra money. It is true. Well, then he could sell put some it. cups in a freezer. I don't think that's how that works. Are you sure? I think we're I spending think way too much time talking about the subject. I don't think you can just put sperm in like Tupperware in your freezer. And just expect it to keep. Uh-huh. Somebody Google that. Let's find out. Uh-huh. That's your best. That's what you got. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh-huh. This is Willie's reproductive okay. future we're talking about. We have to make sure we're careful to ensure there are no more Willies. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Ooh. Well, hold on a second now. <laughs> now, if it's for a couple that's already together, would it really be a Willie? Genetically, it is part yours, but that does not necessarily mean you are a parent you are a genetic donor is what i would argue i mean i would like to say it's part genetics part na- uh, nurture i think it's you know both of those together yes just because you're a genetic contributor does not necessarily make you a parent because there are many people that can attest to the fact that yeah this person gave me some of their genes but i've never met them in my entire life so i would not consider them a parent that's true that's deep that's deep uh santa yeah, poland says keep it just keep them in the back by the otter pops Willie's gonna what make the fuck are otter out of pops? Him. What the fuck uh, are otter pops? He doesn't know what otter pops are. He doesn't deserve to be a parent. What the think, fuck are otter pops? I don't think he wants to be a parent. In all honesty, <laughs> in the freeze pops. Uh, I think where you are, they're called freeze pops. Yeah. Otter pops. What the? Do you guys even have otters up there? River otters. God damn. It. <laughs> why is it a why? Why an otter pop? Because the icon, the the mascot for the company was an otter. And the okay. logo was on the ice pop, so they were called otter pops. All right, that makes sense. I'll give you that one. But you, it, I mean, actually had, the, it actually had an otter on each of them. I mean, but without that, who the hell would think, oh, an otter and a popsicle? That's the perfect combination of selling this shit to kids. Otters are adorable. That is true. That's why a lot of people like but, Benedict Cumberbatch, because he looks like an otter. But I don't think of popsicles. Well, maybe you should. Yeah, I mean... Have you learned your lesson now to think about popsicles? <laughs> I'm just going to mute myself right now. <laughs> but they, they also want to know if you've heard of Goober Grape. I don't think he would have. I've never heard you of You don't know what Otter Pops either. are. I haven't. But then again, I don't like grape. That's true. The gross flavor. Grape is delicious. I only like it in certain no, instances. No, grapes are delicious. Grape is awful. Grape the only time, is awesome. The only time I like grape flavored something is grape bubble tape. I don't know Ew. why grape bubble tape was like the only one that was grape flavored. The things that I liked, I kind of oh, like yeah, grape terrible. soda on occasion. I don't drink soda anymore, but 
There was a time where it'd be like every like couple months it'd be like, I want one. No, no. Like one of the Sam's brand, like the Walmart 25 cent cans of grape soda. For some reason, we just It's a nostalgia delicious. thing. It's a nostalgia thing. I get it. Now that I don't like. I do not like that grape flavor. All right, let's go into the fucking news of the week. What the fuck are we talking about here? Otter pops and grape drink. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Chris, hit the damn button. Who's in charge here? Yeah. and Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Well, Willie said I had to transition to the news of the week, so I did it. For those of you guys that aren't familiar, the news of the week is that part of the show where we run down at least what's in our minds the most interesting geeky or nerdy news to have popped up in the last week. And it's going to be fun that Willie's the one that told me to do it when he's got no news. I mean, I guess we could talk about the thing that's just going to make people angry. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Good. want me to start? Is that what you're trying to say, Chris? Why don't you start us off, Willie Nelson? Start us off. Let's start. Um, let me tell you the ways I hate. J- uh, was it no? They're all who fucking here? Logan Paul. They're both the same. Same. Um, yeah. Let's just start chronologically. How he's been fucking up recently. So he had a. Just anyway, the ones I'm going to be talking about are recently. How's that? Is there another douchebag that's of the same level of douchebagginess? His brother, PewDiePie. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Oh, so there's two of them. Yeah. I mean, I would I would put PewDiePie above on the human scale of being better. Yeah, better than at this point, PewDiePie is better than Jake and Logan Paul. I mean, yeah, because let's just start with what we did earlier this year or last year. Sorry, or later last. You know what I'm saying? A couple months ago. <laughs> it's all confusing in this time. <laughs> he made he pretty much uh, made a song called. What was the title of it? Was it a full title? I can ride your girl with no handlebars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it let's just say it's it, it's stolen from Flowbots of no handlebars. It it pretty much is it. Just lyrics changed to, oh, I can ride your girl with no handlebars. Pretty much saying he's gonna steal your girl and it's gonna be a okay. What uh one of the things that f- infuriates me is in the video the entire time he is always holding a goddamn handlebar. Yeah, makes no fucking sense. The reason I brought this up, though, is because the guy was... I don't even remember the guy's name from Flowbots. But he came up with a with a re- reaction to it. Where he uh, pretty much raps and puts him down. And is hilarious. Uh, if you have not seen the the uh, response video from Flowbots, highly recommend it. Super good. Also, he's been responding to every Jake Paul video... Or Logan Paul video now. Ooh. Uh, he did one after this this latest event. Uh, he did one in completely in Japanese. It was super good. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. But uh, I guess let's just jump ahead to what he really fucked up with the right at the New Year's. Uh, he went to Japan, and uh, let's just say the rest of the video of him just fucking around Japan's really cringy. Really, really dis- I'm not even ta- I'm not even getting to that part, Naki. Not even that part. No, just him no, just no, walking no. around the damn city. But he was being super disrespectful to Japanese people in general. Like he was throwing pokeballs at people. Yeah. And cars. Yeah. Which at is, a police officer. Yeah. So he was racism. Being the stereotypical ugly American abroad. Basically. I remember he started out saying, "Let's be really respectful here," and then they instantly go and they all send his little swipe shot coming and them coming out in weird ass kimonos, running I'm around yelling. That's his dumbass idea of a joke. Racism, racism. Ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You won. Yeah, but then uh, I don't know. I never played it. But uh, let's uh, let's go to the uh, really fucked up thing he did. 
What's the name of the forest, Naki? Do you know? Um, I used the to actual know name. Hang on, let me get it. It's at. What's, oh shit! What's the mountain? I always get confused with the water. Fiji? No, it's not Fuji. Um, it's hang the, on. The, uh, Aogahara. Yeah, there you go. I don't. I can't pronounce it well. I'm glad you did. Either way, it's also known as the Suicide Forest. They made you know movie about it that I will never probably watch. White people movie. Yeah. There's no Japanese people in that movie. Totally makes At sense. All? Uh, there are three <laughs> Japanese people in that movie. Or I'm sorry. There's three Asian people in that movie. Two are Korean and one is Chinese. Well, I'm just guessing they see ghosts <laughs> there, right? <laughs> are the ghosts not Japanese? No. It's all white people. Wait, from- Hold on a second. You watched it? No, 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 no. I just I watched the review of it. Oh, okay. That's fair. I'll, I'll let you have that one. Yeah, but uh, this motherfucker, they're just making a whole joke of it. Like, hey, let's go to the suicide forest. Woohoo, wearing a stupid-ass fucking hat. I don't even know what the fuck this hat's from. It has a little weird alien face thing on it. It's, it. it's fucking stupid. Long story short, they find a dead body, and they're... Yeah, they're not subtle about it either. And they film okay. it. It goes on YouTube. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so do we do we want to talk about the, the how exact... Because people are like, man, he found that body on accident. No. First off, they kill them if if people do kill themselves in that forest, which is the thing. Um, they go off the path, which means they had to go off the path to find the dead body. Secondly, they laugh throughout the whole thing. They're like, "Haha, look at this guy! He's a dead body." Blah 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 blah. Got close-ups, all this other stuff. Uh, just disgusting. I mean, tell me if I'm right or wrong here, Nak. Yeah, you probably know a little bit more than I do. The reason people go do this is so they don't make a mess in their house for people to clean up. So they wouldn't obviously leave a mess on the pathway. So that's why they go further in, right? Uh, it's a something it's similar. A suicide, suicide is very shamed. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So it's a shameful thing. Uh, Asian countries, it's not just Japan, have a uh, have what was called repression issues when it comes to uh, I give it emotional so problems. So this guy is a pretty much a gigantic douchebag, but the worst part is this has not stopped him gaining YouTube subscribers at all. It it's, it dropped it down to where he's only getting eighteen thousand in one day, but then it shot right back up to sixty thousand a day. He was up eighty thousand yeah. according to a news article I read from go. yesterday. I think is what it was dated after doing this, which is ridiculous. Come yeah. on, people, why are you no? Do not support this shit, fucking little kids. You're all horrible little people. Yeah, honestly, that's parenting. <laughs> that's parenting. But the I think, honestly, YouTube's response of it being like, well, we didn't take it down immediately because it was filmed in a documentary style. Um, YouTube has a terrible, vague response, uh, which is typical per YouTube, and it's now going to cause another adpocalypse, therefore causing more YouTubers to go out because they can't afford to continue making YouTube videos. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's bad all the way around. Um, I mean, obviously bad for Americans in general, making us look fucking idiotic, terrible, but hang on, I got a cough. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a bad look all around. It's typical crap you see from people who want to be internet famous is do something dumb. And in this case, it didn't backfire, which is the sad thing. I really wish there'd been a collective you, sir, are a fucking dumbass kind of moment. Pardon the language there. And be like, yeah, I don't want anything to do with this. And 
a mass unsubscribe. People unsubscribe the Fine Brothers in mass because of them wanting to copyright and trademark the uh, the React stuff. That's nowhere yeah, near as egregious up. as what happened here, and yet they caught a lot more shit for that. Don't get me wrong; I still yes. think that was a shitty move too, but it's not on the same level at all. That's Correct. like that's like five levels above. If if not, that's not even it's not even on the same level table. I don't disagree. It's just. But it's uh, it's that kind of remind me since we're talking about little kids subscribing to because that's what most of it is like ten year olds, thirteen year olds, all around that probably. And someone had a game last night uh, at this house, and it was like a would you kind of like a would you rather, but kind of you know more fun. And one of the questions was, uh, I don't remember the other option it was like, would uh, would you rather blah 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 or have uh, six year olds everywhere always trying to attack you everywhere you go? I'd be like. I don't want that one because that gives me just cause to just go around punting little six-year-olds in the face. <laughs> I mean, it's just cause they're trying to attack me and kill me, right? So I get to punt them in the face. Willie, I think you're just stupid. Oh, come yeah, I'm on. Not, I'm not sure that would work the, quite that way you think. I don't know uh, if it counts as self-defense if it's someone that technically can't physically hurt you. Uh, they so can the get question, knives and stuff. You've seen, you've seen uh, what's the... Uh, uh, you didn't say they were armed. That changes shit. Well, I mean, and also, if they're in my vicinity and they're trying to attack me and kill me, if they just see me, that means they're going to try and do anything they can. Question: so, Do yes. people see it when they view when they view you punting a six year old? Would it people <laughs> see the six year old attacking you, or would they just see you attacking a six year old? Because that wanna, does does the perception does make a difference. That's true. I'm going to yeah. fill this question right quick, and I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to, of course, before I'm going to start the just instant punting, I will have video documentation of like this is this is happening. <laughs> this is going to be a whole government thing. They're going to do studies and whatnot. But after that, if I'm walking around, they're going to you know no kids should be around me because shit's going to go down if it does. And it probably will happen. So people are like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, he's punting. Oh, he was, they were trying to kill him. He knocked him out. Could have killed him. It was self-defense. Uh, by the way, guys, today's episode, episode 293 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, is entitled Willie versus Six-Year-Olds. <laughs> I mean, I think I could take out a bunch of them, even if they're swarming me. Place your bets right now. How many six-year-olds could Willie Nelson take in a fight? Oh, before I get too tired, I mean, it takes like one hit to take him out, right? Depends on the six-year-old. That's true. Well, Naki, there you had a some question. Very, there are some very large six-year-olds. How old is Tim Tom some by tough now? Six-year-old. Uh, Tim Tom would probably be seven or eight now. Ah, damn. I'll give, I'll, give it that, uh, I'll give it the uh, margin of error. Okay, so Tim Tom <laughs> is going to lead these six-year-olds, Willie. Oh, I'm okay. I mean, because I don't have to do a full power punch. I can just like you know quarter power it or half power. So I'm keeping a lot of my stamina here. Tim Tom is leading the assault here, Willie. I don't think <laughs> oh, you're gonna I win. I am picking that motherfucker up by the leg, and I'm just swinging him on all the other ones. <laughs> and I'm, tossing him, I'm tossing him a good four feet taller than me up in the air, just for him to hit the pavement on the ground. You know, you will love to hear that just thud of flesh meeting. So, oh my god, it'll be so good. Anyone who's listening to our show and who is adept at flash animation or anything, please feel free to clip this last two minutes and do like an animation of Willie <laughs> fighting six year olds through the show. And we'll certainly oh my share god. that on our YouTube channel. 
I would love to see someone animate me or just draw me. That'd be awesome. I want to see all of that. Do you want to be drawn like one of those French girls? You goddamn right I do. Do I need to take off my shirt for this? No, keep your shirt on. No, no, no. In my pants. No. No. Let me just lean over here. Yeah. Oh my God, this backfired. This backfired horribly. I'm so movie. sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. This is this is what you've done to us, Chris. Why would you do this? I'm sorry. Bachman, I would like to uh, hire you for a commission. You don't have enough money for that commission. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. I never. I, I agree with something that Jackie Cation has used that it was a tip that her dad gave her for being a comedian. Never say no without a number. So I'm not saying no, but I'm saying you can't afford it. Ah, uh, man. I don't know. Tax refund season's coming up. Motherfucker, we're talking lottery money. We're talking six figures for me to do that drawing. Really? Six figures? Six figures. Oh, you give me 20 bucks, I'll draw a fucking dick on a guy. I don't give a fuck. Just stand there. I'll fucking draw you. Oh, yeah, but shit. you don't have any art fucking skills, so that 20 bucks ain't going to get you much. I mean, that's why I'm tripling it for you. <laughs> Well, while Willie is contemplating his artistic future when it comes to drawing penises on male models, I want to talk to you guys about a security vulnerability that we just found out about this weekend. It hey, affects, thanks, Chris. This is great. It affects almost everything I mean, I have one out more thing there. To say. I was trying to get around it. I'm sorry. I tried. Sorry. I'm just going to say, Bachman, you don't have a lot to draw down there. That's all I'm letting you know, so it's not that bad. It's just fur. It's just black scribbles, right? I mean, I trim it a bit. Oh, God. I'm closed for commissions right now, anyways. Stop. Let's not talk anymore about this Naked Willy commission. I can't shave it. I'm hairy everywhere Stop. else, so a little bald spot there would be just look weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, this scare this grosses me out, but something that scares me is the fact that we found out about two security vulnerabilities in the last week <laughs> that could potentially ruin your digital life. What do I mean by that? Well, there's a vulnerability that exists in the processor for many of the devices you have, be it your computer, your laptop, your cell phone, your tablet, any of those things. We found out about two bugs or flaws, one called Meltdown, which is limited to Intel processors that have been made since 1995, so 20 and years. And are in every single computer that the state of Idaho uses. Yes. Now, the good thing is this Meltdown flaw that's out there supposedly can be fixed via a software update, but early tests, and I have not followed up much yet, have showed that there could be some significant performance hits for some people. Now, those seem to have been over-exaggerated from the initial reports I read, but there is the potential that when you fix the meltdown issue on Intel processors, you will see a dip in performance. Some people were reporting as much as a 30% dip, but I don't believe all of those sites. So... That's problematic. The other issue out there is called Spectre. It affects all manner of modern chips, including processors from AMD and ARM-based chips, which are what we see in smartphones and tablets and things like that. Now, one thing to keep in mind is you probably do have to have malicious code already in place on your computer, but it's another vulnerability. And in today's world, the last thing we want is more vulnerabilities on things. The broad issue is it's hard to exploit, also hard to address, and there's no one solution cure-all likely to fix it all. So it sucks. But you know what else also sucks? When the CEO of Intel sells off a bunch of stock right before this becomes public knowledge. That sure as hell looks shady. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, this was the story I was getting to. Uh, Intel CEO Brian Krasanich <laughs> sold more than $39 million worth of company stock after Intel learned of the fundamental design flaw in its products, but before the general public was made aware. So I'm sure that the SEC is going to be looking into this. 
particularly isn't that the exact same as insider trading yes there's concerns there so well <laughs> that's more of what i wanted to build to is the shittiness here that came from that these flaws are out there the fact that they remained unknown for so long is kind of surprising they've done a good job in trying not to expose how to exploit this when putting the patches out there a lot of the examples that were put out there of how things are exploited they purposely blacked out a lot of things so you wouldn't figure out how to do it yes it's a big deal in the fact the number of computers that could be exploited but it's not easy to exploit now depending on who you are and what machines you have right now patches are already available uh, like for instance on my surface tablets they put out an update two days ago that fixes the meltdown issue uh, Phil Spencer, who heads up uh, the Xbox for Microsoft, said that the Xbox Ones are not impacted by Meltdown because of the security infrastructure they've put in place on those machines. So there are ways to work around them. Uh, supposedly, Intel's been aware of this since back in April, is what Sailor Poland was pointing out to me. There's a guy at Google Project Zero that informed them of it back then. Interesting. And supposedly, yes, the hardware dip was noticeable mm. if you were working a heavy RAM load. Uh, but I haven't I haven't gotten mm -hmm. to read as much as I want on this. I need to read more on it. But the fact is, there's two fairly big exploits out there that can impact all of your machines. And some of it's not just as simple as update the latest Windows update. Some of it is you have to update your BIOS. And I know a lot of people don't think about updating their BIOS after they get their computers. So keep an eye out there. When you get security updates, download them. I know one of the issues they had with Meltdown was, depending on the third-party... Uh, antivirus you might be using it could block that patch because it doesn't play nice with that patch and they haven't updated the antivirus software to play nice with it so it's tough out there there's a few different sites you can go and google that give you some directives on how to put yourself in a better position but in the short term don't go to sites and run links and click on links and download things you wouldn't normally click because hey it's another exploit that could be used from what i can tell this is not going to impact you unless you've already got malicious code that allows an exploit to take place so uh, be careful when you watch your porn, everyone. Don't download oh, it. I love porn. Oh, well, we, oh I never know. porn anymore. I mean, let's be honest. Stream people... off my PlayStation. Oh, there you go. Just stream on the PlayStation. You'll be fine there. No mm -hmm. one's going to hack that. I don't know. Who the fuck would want to hack a PlayStation? What benefit would you get? Uh, Your games? How would they get my games? I don't know. That's all I got. Now, I have a question on the stock part, though. Yes. Now, I don't understand, like everybody else, how the fucking stock market works with these imaginary numbers. What makes them go up and down? I'll never fucking understand it. Okay. But now, the CEO, or that's what he was, right? Yes, the CEO is Brian Krasanich. Yeah. So, I would assume he would know first before anyone, or, you know, you know he'd be one of the top ones to know, hey, some shit's about to go down. Are you telling me you're supposed to just sit there and let the bad numbers come in on your money? Legally, Isn't yes. Like a, legally, you have I mean, there's to. a thing called self-preservation that's in your brain that makes you naturally do this. Yeah, but legally, my it's understanding... It's not self-preservation to use knowledge that's not publicly available to make money off of your company. Uh, I still don't understand the fucking stock market. That's because it's all made up bullshit. Exactly. How, what makes these numbers go up and down? Interest Ninjas? in companies and buying and selling of the stock itself. People's interest in the companies. Oh, I like this company. Hey, the stock just went up a penny. What the Ninjas. fuck? Basically, yeah. It's a popularity contest that deals with every factor that can affect that one company. So if something happens to, say, the price of steel, 
then the stock for Boeing might go up or down because they need that material to build their planes. Uh, you see it in the This thing, is too. Anthony teaches us about the stock market. Yeah, I don't no. want to go political here, I mean, but here's an example sticking, for you. But- is anytime there's a mass shooting or something and people panic, all their guns are going to get taken away, all of the stock prices yeah. go up for an- manufacturers of ammunition and weaponry and things West. like that. Yep. Oh, well, I'll never understand it. If you want to really learn, there is a crash course on YouTube. No, I don't. It. It's really interesting. <laughs> it is a popularity contest type thing, but uh, statistically, I find it uh, fascinating to watch the trends, not necessarily play the game because I would be terrible at the game. But that's why I've got accountants to do that for me. You have but accountants? Oh, well, I know accountants. Yes. Therefore, I, so I ask going, them to help me. Going back to Brian Krasanich's stock sale, I'm sure the SEC is going to be investigating. At, even if there was nothing malicious that was done there, it sure as hell looks not good. sketchy the uh yeah, the public it, it perception has the appearance of impropriety yes because there are many of these guys that have just automated stuff that's every three or four quarters or so we're going to sell off x amount of stuff and it's just something that runs on its own so assuming this might have been something that was pre-scheduled and it's just happened maybe it's not so bad but if it's more of oh hell we're about to get slammed because we've got this uh this bug that's impacted every processor we've built since 1995 i'm going to dump a bunch of stock that's shady because what that why is that shady it's because it means this guy gets out before the market drops on that whereas me general consumer x hears about it and panics the day that that's announced and like everyone else i sell my stock and the price just plummets so i'm not getting that and him selling him selling his 39 million dollars with the stock can cause the stock price to drop which then for screws everybody who owns stock that one i do understand and this has been economics talk with the all things good and nerdy podcast we know some shit. We know Ethical economics. economics. Hey, I took <laughs> Ethical econ- economics. I took macro and microeconomics in college. I'm an expert. No, I'm not. Don't don't quote me. Is that a real word? Macro Did you say and shit? Micro- Did you yeah. put a couple words together? No, they're yeah, actual classes. I took Econ 201 and Econ 202 my final two semesters of college. In fact, Econ Have you used 20- it at all? No, never. Uh, econ 202 <laughs> was ridiculous because I was an engineer. I had to take six semesters worth of calculus and advanced mathematics and then they spent a week in Econ 202 discussing the slope of a line because people couldn't understand it. Yeah, that was... The what of a what? The slope of a line. Rise over run, my friend. Rise over run. So then they could use that to describe trends in economics. And Econ 202 was a class that I walked into my advisor's office near the end of it, and I said, hey, Chris, because that was my advisor's name, I said, so if I get a D in a class, do I still graduate? He goes, well, yeah, are you in danger of that? I said... Well, honestly, if I just don't take my Econ 202 final, I get a D. I said, and it's my only final, and I don't want to do it. I'll I'll be honest. And he laughed at me and goes, why don't you just go in there and mark C on everything on the Scantron and take a C on the finals, and then you'll get, what, a B or an A? And I said, oh, yeah, that's a good point. So I literally went in and randomly filled in my Scantron in 10 minutes and handed it in for my Econ 202 final. (laughs) And I got an A in the class. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You hear that, kids? Fuck off a lot, and you get A's. Well... Well, he didn't fuck and off a lot. I did good on I don't think that's what the story was at all. Remember, kids, fuck off a lot and get punted by Willie Nelson and you'll do all right in life. <laughs> Econ 202, I, showed, out I had to go to that class because attendance was mandatory. And I found the three seats in the classroom where I could hit the Wi-Fi 
and actually get my laptop connected. And I sat in the back of my Econ 202 class and worked on my senior design project and dicked around on the internet every class period. It was wonderful. You're a great student and a role model to us all, Chris. That's a lot of dicking. I graduated with a 3.3 <laughs> .3 GPA. I'll take it. Yeah, that's true. All right. I did all right. Beat me. Naki, careful with the scissors. Remember about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Don't you snip at me. I was pretending to snip my hair, but I just, you know, I will not. You won't do it. You ain't real. Huh? No, I've what? shaved my, my head is grow. My hair is growing back. I don't want to cut my hair off again. You ain't real. Join the bald brotherhood. No, oh, my hair's. Bachman left it like a little bitch. How's that go again, Willie? You're just fucking angry. You can't grow hair on the top of your head. I can't grow. It's still, it's right there. It's just, I need, I I'm lazy you. and shaving. I don't believe you. Well, I mean, you can see it. Really, all he needs to do is just get a chest hair transplant to the top of his head. <laughs> I can grow hair. Sure you can. Sure you can, Willie. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Why do you think I was wearing those beanies like a couple episodes ago? Because I let it get too long and it was weird. And I was like, I'm, I'm lazy and I want to shave it. I figured it's because That's you had no a... hair and your head was cold. Yeah. I got no hair on my head and it's still cold. What do you I don't have it now. I can't understand the law. Because you don't make any sense. <laughs> I'm making perfect sense. <laughs> you're, just, you're breaking him now. He's broken. You I broke need a six-year-old to punt. I well, got a I'll balcony, go, too. He's we'll going over the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. While Willie's we'll looking for a six-year-old to punt. reason to go for walks. Oh, there goes one. <laughs> well, while Willie's looking for a six-year-old to punt, let's throw things over to Naki for her news. Can we please not title this Willie's looking for six year olds? <laughs> it's Willie versus six year olds. <laughs> okay, I'll allow that. <laughs> yeah, the wording, the wording on that needs to be very I specific. Even, yeah, I don't even know what you have to say, Naki. <laughs> uh, don't. I don't even want to know. No, I was just going to talk about my news of the week. It's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we're still doing that. <laughs> yes, we're still doing that. The okay. thing I commanded to happen. Uh. So my news of the week is uh, Donnie Yen had a interview um, where he talked about um, how he wants better better roles for Asians in Hollywood. Um, just because, so apparently, and I wasn't aware of this, he um, he had changed his role that was in uh, Rogue One and Shirot Imway. I am on with the Force. The Force is with me. I am on with the Force. The Force is with me. I apologize. I keep coughing. Um, so apparently his role before he was not blind. He was, um, he was just your, your stereotypical Asian character. And he was like, I'm not going to do it. And so they worked together cause they really wanted Donnie Yen to be in this role for obvious reasons. And, um, he, uh, they worked together with Disney to try and make a more fleshed out role for him. And, uh, he, he got a great role out of rogue one. And so he was talking in this interview about how he wants better roles for Asian actors, um, you know, not just your stereotypical roles. And he's like, I understand that I got famous in Hollywood from a stereotypical role from playing the role of Ip Man. Um, and he didn't do Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon 2 until they made a role that he was more comfortable in because I guess his first role was written very poorly. I've never actually seen the second one, so I don't know how that went. Um, well, there was a second one. Mm -hmm. It's on Netflix. Um, Isn't his Netflix original? I think so. Yeah, uh, I know stuff and things. But I thought it was an interesting 
that you know somebody else is finally coming out and saying it that the stereotypes in of asian hollywood is not okay and um it's a really interesting article highly recommend checking it out uh i did post it in the show notes so you can check it out um yeah if you guys want to see that go to bit.ly slash atgn 293 uh all caps on atgn uh the it man uh, Low Life Otaku said in the chat room, there's the third one with uh, Mike Tyson. There's three. They're actually working on a fourth one as well. Uh, but Donnie yeah. Yen will no longer so be good. in. He said he will no longer be in it. What? Um, then he it's not like, it, man. He doesn't, like it. <laughs> he doesn't like where they went with it. He doesn't like the one with the Mike Tyson, but he need, he was uh, contractually obligated to do that one. Um, but man, he's which no actor's longer... gonna have the balls to step in and try to take over for Donnie Yen in the Ip Man series? Like, I know that's who. that's crazy, guys. It's Willie Nelson. It's gonna be him Willie fighting six year olds on film. <laughs> All those Asian six year olds—they need their asses kicked. <laughs> okay. And then the sequels. I'm going to go across. I'm going to go around the world after that. You know, because you need to have you know, the origin story. Oh my god. Oh wow. So. Well, he's going to be yip, yip, man. Yip, yip. So stepping back a second to the whole... <laughs> That's the uh, sound they make as they skip across the pavement. Oh, there you go. Stepping yip, back yip, a sec yip, to the uh, Logan Paul story there. I don't know if you guys have followed any professional wrestling if in a while for Matt Hardy's character, both the broken and woken Matt Hardy. It's kind of become viral. No. Go ahead. I know there's a woken, but I knew that I'd heard the broken of broken was in TNA before he moved over, and it became yeah. pretty popular for I things. mean, I don't know what the fuck it was all about. But go ahead. Evidently, he commented on it in his traditional broken fashion. It was pretty funny. And I cannot do the woken Matt Hardy voice. I apologize, but I'll try. (laughs) He said, this rapscallion must repent for his transgressions towards the superlative and reverent people of Japan. If not, he must be sentenced to deletion. Because if you're not familiar, delete, delete, delete became kind of one of the, uh, the catchphrases of the woken Matt Hardy. And I don't know why that entertained me for some reason that... Broken Matt Hardy okay. Look, guys, no, I, still I, do, watch, I, I still watch pro so, wrestling someone from did time tell to time. Me. That's all good. Someone did tell me something funny. I, I have to use it. Uh, Logan Paul looks like love child of Donald Trump and Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh. I can't I feel bad for him. Owen Wilson. Doesn't he, though? He looks like the mix of both of them. Well, you could just assume they blended the genes. I don't know if you could have had the sex involved. Are you I mean, picturing just, sex between those two people? No, I'm not. I just, I just feel bad for Owen Wilson in that scenario yeah Owen yeah. wilson's not a terrible dude i mean yeah but i mean i'm just saying that's what he looks like combine those oh. two and that's what you get and so far Owen wilson's not a terrible dude so far yeah okay. Point <laughs> he's still a guy that's been in hollywood for more than five years so you know we don't know about everybody yet i bet all the stories haven't come out yet yeah that's a good point they're all they're all awful comment everybody's terrible apparently well i would like to say I haven't molested anybody. Hollywood, if you want to hire me, I got some six-year-olds that need some kicking. God damn it, Willie. I'm really hoping that someone who is listening has the talent to create an animated video of Willie fighting six-year-olds. And I will also say, I don't have to molest anybody because as Naki has said on air, I am charming. I did say that. I have regrets. Yeah, why did you say that? Are you denying it? Are you, are, you, are you taking it back, though? I'm not taking it back. I just have regrets. Thank you. Regrets? Regrets. Bad commercial. Ragrets. See, ladies? I got you. Well, thank you. While Willie's got you, let's go to our last story with Anthony. Uh, Did any of you guys watch Legion? No. Nope. 
two episodes, one and a half episodes, and I was like, I don't get what the fuck's going on. Man, you guys suck. Uh, Legion was one of the best shows of this year, mainly because of the reason that Willie just gave. Uh, the character of David Holler is a character who is the son of Charles Xavier, who has split personalities in the comics, and each personality has a separate superpower. So he's a character that's literally insane. And was so you written. Would say he's such. a multiple man. No, I wouldn't, because there is a character <laughs> called Multiple Man. You jackass. <laughs> and one of the things that the show had the balls to do was they did not like when you start watching the show, you have no fucking clue what's going on. And they actually had the balls to stick with that throughout the entire first season. It takes you almost the entire show to even get a, a handle on what's happening with the main characters. How it many episodes is, are in the season? Is it like a full like uh, twenty, or is it like only no, a half? no? It was, I think it was ten or twelve. It wasn't a full okay. like twenty twenty count season. I might but give it, it a try then. Yeah, for, for the for the writers and the the show creator, it was a real ballsy move because I know for a fact they lost a lot of people watching the show because it four episodes in and nothing made sense. But um, I'll try to avoid too many splitters because they did a big uh, talk about it on uh, the Marvel article I'm reading. But uh, the main bad guy in season one and probably season two is the Shadow King. And so the Shadow King basically never shows up as himself in season one. He's uh, uh, a mental projection that's inside other characters, which is why we got some amazing scenes with Aubrey Plaza basically being an evil version of herself dancing around inside David's head. So fantastic, fun show. If you can actually you know, take the time to watch all of it, it's very well worth it. Some amazing set designs. The whole show's set up in kind of a mixed era where you don't know what decade it's taking place in. Uh, the superpowers they use on the show are all done really well. And it just it was a really, really entertaining show. But they is have actually... He, what, what, is he Patrick Stewart's son? Have they mentioned no, that? No, there, there's, there's one reference to Prof X in the show, and they never actually show him. So you Prop don't know... X. You it. don't know which which prophets he you know he might be um the young one's kid, but yeah, there's no way of knowing which one. But at the oh, end of the season, boy. at the end of the season, uh, the Shadow King basically escapes in uh, another character's body, and they have uh, announced that they have actually revealed the actor who will be playing the actual Shadow King. So Farouk will actually be in the new season, and Wait. they cast uh, his name is Farouk is the Shadow King's real name. Oh, I thought you were talking about the wrestler Farouk. I was like, no, what? No. <laughs> no, the Shadow King is Amal Farouk, is the name of the character who is the Shadow King. He's going to okay. be played by uh, Navid Nigabon from well, I'm Homeland. Disappointed. I'm disappointed. Who, it's not Farouk. The guy's got a, just a ton of credits. He's been uh, Brothers, Charlie Wilson's War, Homeland, American Sniper. It seems like he's one of those go-to actors for playing basically a terrorist. And, well, Amal Farouk kind of fits the stereotype, so... It's a little bit of typecasting, but it's a guy with 120 acting credits. He's been in some fantastic shows and some really good movies. So I'm excited because we're going to get to see the actual Shadow King in his own body. And so, yeah, it's going to be another great season of that show. The first season, it was it's a tough watch, but it's super entertaining if you can get through it because they didn't pull any punches. They went really far into like the mythos of the character of David Holler. And it's kind of a different version of him. It's not exactly the comic book, but when they kind of let the character cut loose, he's, he's one of those characters that's basically an Omega-level power. He has no restrictions because of each split personality having its own superpower when they're all mixed together. There's basically nothing David Heller can't do. And so there's some scenes in the show where he gets to go just 
insane and attack people and he does weird things to them it's it's really creepy like you find like people stuck in walls like partially dematerialized and stuff because he, he really has no restrictions and they kind of play with that throughout the show but yeah it's uh you know getting more great actors on that show and the actors on the show already are really good but yeah i'm, I'm excited because yeah the first season was great and it looks like the next season will be really good as well I'm told it's something I really uh, need to watch. The problem I have right now is there's just too much stuff out there. I don't have the yeah, bandwidth and, to pick up another show. And it's one, too. Uh, the, the good thing now is if you can sit and watch all of it, I think it'll be a lot easier for people to digest in a binge because it's such a dense show and there's so much going on. There's literally body swapping. There's multiple personalities. There's personalities taking over other people's bodies. It's it's a lot going on inside of one show with a lot of characters being introduced all at once. And so watching it week to week was probably also difficult for people to remember what the fuck was happening from the last episode. So now that the first season's done, which it was on Netflix, but I think it got moved to Hulu. I'm not sure. It is sure. on Hulu now. Yeah. Is it on Hulu now? Yeah. yeah. If you can if you can sit and watch all of it, like if you can take an eight hour on a Saturday it's totally worth the watch, but yeah, it's it's something like you can't be playing a video game or listening to something else at the same time. It's a show you have to pay attention to, or you won't have any fucking clue what's going on. It's really dense, but yeah, it's also it's super well made. The main actors, the the showrunner, all all great, all great stuff. It might have been the best show. Like it's it's on par with me with uh, what was it, The Gifted? Like Fox really killed it with their mutant shows last uh-huh. year. The Gifted did some of the either. best superpowers on television outside of the CW. They did, did you know, it's it's a lot of references to the X-Men, but some of the superpowers they did looked spectacular. Did you watch uh, The Runaways? Yeah, I'm caught up again. Was it worth it? Yeah, it's it's a fun show. It's 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 it seems like it's kind of dragging along with the first the whole we found out our parents are evil. What are we going to do? Like it just it seems like in the comic, it kind of jumped to the we're going to actually run away yep. from our parents faster. But I think it's because they're really building up the cast of the the parents and trying to make them not so much throwaway characters, making mm. them a little more important. I'm okay and with so, that because James Marsters is in there. Yeah, yeah and, he and he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome as uh, uh, Victor Chase. Go, go, Spike Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's, a, it's a super entertaining show. And it's one of those ones that's it's making me want to once... Like maybe once the first season's done, I'm gonna want to go pick up the run of the run, the, at least the original Brian K. Vaughn run of the Runaways, because I've never read, other than occasional books of them showing up in. I like I think I read the first two issues or something, but like I want to read the first, like at least the first trade now. Yeah, I haven't read anything like the second or anything. I read that first original story. I have the yeah, first four or five definitely. trades of it, I think, because I got it on a Comicsology sale. Nice. They're- Definite changes. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool because yeah, the show's making me want to read the comic, which is always good. Because I mean, like, The Gifted, it's no real reference to anything. It's a world, like, kind of post-X-Men where you don't know if the X-Men exist and you have some X-Men, like, tertiary characters, you know, like Blink's on the show, uh, I think the uh, Thunderbird's on the show. It's, you know, characters that weren't huge in the X-Men universe, but uh, Polaris is on there and she's awesome. But then, you know, Legion is... You know, they did almost a straight take on the comic, but then gave it this weird twist. And so that one, I don't think anybody's going to watch Legion and want to go read the comic just because it's so fucking crazy. But yeah, The Runaways is making me want to go back and read the comic, which is, you know, is always a good thing. Runaways is a fun comic. I totally recommend people go oh, read yeah. it for themselves. Except for when it gets a little slow, then when Cloak and Dagger come in, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, it's a good point. 
I'm a little it just fuzzy. slows up right while, there. But... <laughs> Actually, it's making me not really care about the Cloak and Dagger show coming out, too. Isn't it out now? That's the only time I ever read them. It was like, these characters seem boring. No, I don't know if that one's out or not. It's supposed to be on ABC Family it's or not whatever, out yet. I don't know. I, can't. No, I don't know when it comes out. I, I just don't. I don't care. Freeform. That that could. The, be from it. what I read of the characters in the Runaways comic, I don't really care about those characters. Fair enough. Well, guys, so that, I don't care about the show. That does wrap up the news of the week. We made it. Congratulations. We did it, guys. Yay. And when we wrap up the news of the week, that's that moment we like to remind folks that the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast is, in fact, part of a network of shows that you can find over at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. There are 20-plus different podcasts out there that cover a variety of topics. You've got shows like us that cover just general nerd culture, geek culture, and we bitch and moan about things. Then you've got things that are specific to certain television shows. We have a show about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., a show about Arrow. There is a variety of of all sorts of geeky podcasts over on the Gunna Geek Network. And each week we like to highlight one specific show and say, hey, maybe you guys should go check that one out. And Willie, what show are we talking about this week? I'm talking about the Operational Pug Podcast. Podcast episode 51, the 4K cast. Sorry, I came in like a wrecking ball in there. We bid hello to 2018 and goodbye to Connect while collecting all the Ks. Also, Assassin's Creed Origins review, why you should or shouldn't panic CPU vulnerabilities. And, of course, some more spoilery talk about The Last Jedi. Back to you, Chris. That's the 4K cast, Willie. They're going to talk about 4K televisions, an upgrade you were talking about. You should go check it out. Yeah, I just don't know how big I'm going to get it. Oh, how big How big could you go, I guess, is the question. And yes, I know the phrasing is terrible on that. No one point that out. Maybe 70 inches. Oh, man, that's a that's a big screen. I, I am capped out at 55 inches in my house. I cannot make the screen be any I got bigger. 42 now. I want to jump. I want to jump big. So here's one thing to keep in mind, Willie, is that generally, general rule of thumb on a TV is the diagonal width of it to see it best, you need to sit two and a half times the diagonal width of it back. Yeah. So whatever the diagonal width is of your... 50- I don't know, Matt. You tell me this shit. You're hurting Willie's brain. <laughs> 70. Do it, Chris. <laughs> I like it? Sailor Poland. Yay, 4K TV. Can't wait to hook up my Super Nintendo to it. I sit away, maybe eight feet away from it. How's so, that, Chris? So funny story, Sailor Poland. I actually play my SNES Classic on my 4K screen, and it doesn't look terrible. This isn't helping me, Chris. Well, do the math for me. The, di- the, di- the screen feet, size of 70 inches. inches is not necessarily what the diagonal width of it is, depending. I thought that's what the, they measure from the diagonal. The- I don't remember. <laughs> but okay, let's just say whatever measurement it is, it, so what, it would be 70. Yeah, so. Whatever you're trying to yeah. say. The measurement should be the diagonal. Yeah, 140 is matter. two times. Green. Then half of it Whatever is 35, you... so you need to sit 175 inches back from it. Oh, God, I convert. What's that in feet? I need. I can't do the conversion. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Jesus Christ, why'd you not do this? <laughs> Willie, I'm going to let you think for Don't a second. Don't Google it. I'm Tell me. Oh, God, what'd you say? 100 and what? 175. 175 inches. Oh, my brain. It is roughly 14 and, 14 and a half feet. 14 and a half feet. I don't know if that's right. I don't know. 
Well, that's all the way to my you fridge sit. over there. <laughs> yeah, you said you sit eight feet back, so you'd have to double how far back you're supposed to sit. I don't fucking care. I'm going to sit right there. I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of it. There ain't a damn thing you can do. The bigger it. thing you'll enjoy more is not necessarily 4K, but is HDR. Because oh, HDR that's, that's well is more pretty. Good. I'm, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origins, and it's in HDR, 4K HDR. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. But what about them bugs? I haven't had a ton of issues with it. That being said... I haven't gotten to play a ton of Assassin's Creed because I got distracted by things like I don't know South Park Stick of Truth. Oh, how, oh yeah, how is Assassin's Creed on the Switch? Uh, it's not on the Switch. I know. Ah, I see what you handle did. it. I see what you did. Uh, who cares? I got an Xbox to play the things the Switch won't handle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have a PlayStation. Oh, God. So, guys, this is also that point Spider-Man. of the show. Where we do a little bit called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into so that maybe, just maybe, you'll want to check them out. And I'll go first because I've already sort of started on that. Still dabbling in Assassin's Creed Origins. I uh, replayed South Park The Stick of Truth because I got a copy of it for free with the fractured butthole. And it gave me new achievements, so that's part of the reason why I did it. And it was pretty fun it's still a fun game it holds up pretty well but it's not nearly as long as the fractured butthole i realized because i powered through and got stick of truth done in like 10 hours or maybe it's just because i knew where everything was so it made it a lot easier to power through i'm not sure but i went back and replayed that i got stuck on the mythbusters uh marathon last week and then this week i had to go back to work and i was struggling and it made me sleepy when i came home so I didn't get a ton of gaming or oh, things man. like that put in. This, this week was a struggle week for sure. I was not the only one struggling, thankfully, when I went to work. There was a bunch of people on Wednesday that were just sitting here like, oh my god, why am I back here? This is the what worst do thing ever. Do? Well, I was office, off for like really two and a half weeks, and I sit in a cube all day. Office. You know I had to work New Year's Day. Office at work 8 a.m. I couldn't enjoy New Year's Eve at all. I didn't do I anything was sick. for New Year's. Yeah, I was too. What else Gotta love into? celebrating with a nice old bucket of vomit. It's great. Ooh, love <laughs> so uh, last thing I was getting into is yesterday was my buddy Ferg's birthday. You guys might remember him from early on. He guest hosted hey! the show a couple times. So we went up to Pittsburgh to go get some cheeseburgers at a place called Burgatory, which was really good, and then went to Dave and Buster's to go be adults and play video games. And I ended up spending most of my time playing a Star Trek game where i was trying to push tokens off an edge and it was strangely addictive i probably spent like 30 bucks playing that game and i don't know why but i was addicted addicted it's bad news guys i understand i understand i get it i do too yeah but that's what i've been getting into hey uh naki what have you been getting into uh i spent most of this week coughing my lungs out um but hang on do they go back in they will go back in at some Uh, point at some point, they'll come back in. Uh, Thursday was game night, so we played Mansions of Madness, the newest expansion, The Streets of Arkham. Um, that is really fucking hard. If you guys are board gamers and you play the Mansions of Madness series, um, which my buddy who runs our game nights, he's got every expansion available and in the, in the app and everything like that. Um, but the Ar- Streets of Arkham, like, we lost terribly. Like, we didn't even get close. Um, so it, it's... The fact that they keep expanding this universe and they keep adding it to the app and everything like that, it's really cool. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that was that was Thursday. And then yesterday was my friend's birthday. And we went to the Logan Arcade, which is in the city. Oh, God, that and, name again. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's called Logan Hardware. Oh, God, it is. 
it's in, it's in Logan it's oh. in Square. Sorry. Anyways, we went to the arcade. Uh, I got third place in Turtles in Time battles um, because that was my favorite Ninja Turtle game. I played the shit out of that as a child, and uh, the fact that they had a cabinet for it means that I had to play Turtles in Time's battles. That okay? So you you can battle for the for the top score in okay. in the cabinets, um, and I did, and I got third place. So, um, being Leonardo, who is the best turtle, fight me, bitches. Michelangelo. Uh, oh, Donatello. I thought you would have been a Raphael man. Mm-mm. Well, obviously, that's going to be Chris. I can be so, rude and all by myself. I mean, we all know I'm Donnie's the party. Donnie's the smart here. one. Donnie's the smart yeah, one. Yeah, that I restate my statement. Um. Anyways, continuing. Uh, then we did. So all of our group of friends, like we play this game called uh, Street Fighter Puzzle Fighter, um, which is like Tetris with Street Fighter, and uh, <laughs> we uh, battled at that for like three hours, where we all just kept going head to head against each other. Uh, my friend Crystal kicks all of our asses. Uh, she literally can blink and win because she leaves zero room for error. Um, but it is a game that you can download onto your phone. So guess who's practicing, bitches? Um, I'm going to guess people you. in it. Is computer. Yeah, yes, you can play against people. What, you tell me the app on the after show, and I'll download. We're it's gonna, just called Puzzle Fighter. We're gonna. You have to, is it purchase? Yeah, purchase or free to play? It's free to play, but there is microtransactions. Oh, we're gonna fight. I see. I'll treat you. I'm gonna take you down like you a six year old. I was gonna say Naki's oh. not a six year old. You can't fight her. <laughs> well, it's um, over the internet. Everyone's a six year old. <laughs> okay, point taken. Yeah, that's true. Um, other than that, uh, boyfriend and I started playing Portal Two with each other, um, the co op version, because I've never yeah, actually played a Portal game. I know, bad nerd. Um, the cake is a lie. It's all right. I don't like puzzle games myself like that. Actually, I think this one's a lot of fun, and playing with him has been pretty cool. So uh, that's been fun, and that's what I got. I'm going to go cough now. Bye. So while Naki's <laughs> coughing, we're going to say, hey, Bachman, what you been getting into, sir? All kinds of stuff. Um, I'm behind Willie by a whopping $1 million on the freaking Fantasy Movie League. He just barely jumped into second place. But yeah, me, Willie, and Lobster are doing a, a big fight for the, the lead in the Fantasy Movie League so far this season. And then I did my first draft for the Danger Room, which I am now leading for the Fantasy Comic Book League, which was awesome. I, we got our draft done on time, with, which uh, the Fantasy Comic League expanded and almost doubled its size going into the January 2018 season. So uh, Brian and Sean had a whole lot of shit to handle, but we got it all done. Everybody's drafted. All the teams are ready. Everybody's got their cards going into the the first uh, the first week here, waiting for our points to see what uh, came out on Wednesday. I ended up with a pretty good team. I got Team Magic Booty. I'm starting the season off with Rogue, Kitty Pride, Doctor Voodoo, and the Jane Foster Thor. So since uh, the No Surrender uh, series is coming out, which is the X Men versus the Avengers, and with Doctor Voodoo being the new Sorcerer Supreme currently, I'm, I'm hoping my team should should do well. At least get me a, a good start off on the, the, the start of the season. You do and got then, that booty. Yep, got that booty. And then um, uh, I fucking turned 40 on Friday, which, what the fuck? I'm too old for this shit. My buddy took me out. We went and saw a, a robot competition at one of the local high schools, which was pretty cool. We took his son to go see. It was ones where they build, like, a rector set robots, and they have to, like, stack cones and do stuff. 
That's uh, competitive, uh, competitive against the teams that were there, which is really cool because it's actually uh, middle school and high school kids that are building and programming these robots. So it's kind of cool to see the, like the type of stuff that kids are doing in school now. That's like way beyond what I was doing at that time. So that was fun. We went and did that, and then went and had a Chinese buffet for lunch. And then I went and saw my parents last night, and my mom made me tacos, which is my favorite thing that she makes because she makes them weird. And they're awesome. And I had like 12 tacos for dinner last night. And I have a giant bag of them in the fridge now that I brought home. And then uh, I spent the, the rest of the day for my birthday uh, finishing up some drawings, including uh, a Mace Windu on a uh, Kickstarter sketch cover. So they, I had three of them done, put those three in the mail. And I am now complete with the Jedi Master level. So all I have left are the seven Sith Lord covers. And my Kickstarter will finally be done. So I'm, I'm down to the last seven. Thank God. I just want to finish. I'm getting reamed for over. not playing Portal. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some serious geek cred if you haven't played Portal and you don't know that the cake's a lie. I mean, I know the references to it and everything. <laughs> I just never... I'm not, I'm bad at playing video games. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that too. I actually, um after uh, talking while we were having lunch at the Chinese buffet, my buddy was asking about Battle Chasers because he was talk- thinking about buying it. And I had put in like two hours on it after i downloaded it from i backed it on the kickstarter and was showing it to him and his kid and forgot how much fun it was and so after they left i put like another six hours into the game and i played it again a little more last night and finally got to where i've unlocked i found nolan the wizard in the game so i've got different abilities now and that game is just fun as hell because it's all based on a joe moderera artwork and he created this whole crazy world it's uh, like uh, the side scroller fighter with uh, overview maps, like an RPG. Really fun game. So, uh, yeah, put some time into that. It was actually really, really relaxing. And then I finally watched uh, Blade Runner 2049, which was kind of cool, but I had to restart it three times because I kept falling asleep. Like yeah. two nights in a row. Yeah, it's like it's like a 14 hour movie. Like it's like super fucking long. So, I would start it at night, you know, at the end of the night when I was done drawing, and I would start dozing off. It's like, okay, go to bed and get up the next day and start it again. And I had to do that three nights before I finally finished it. So <laughs> I didn't, I didn't enjoy twenty forty nine. I didn't get it. It was all right, and I, I think also part of the problem was I had heard so many reviews of it and like in depth reviews that I basically knew everything going into it. And so I was basically just watching it to see how pretty it was. And it was definitely pretty. It's a it was, damn pretty yeah, movie. It's gorgeous. It's just boring. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I kind of liked some of the stuff they did. But yeah, at the same time, like I wasn't super intrigued at all. So I was like, eh, at some point I'll rewatch the original Blade Runner and then maybe watch that again afterwards to kind of have the story it, fresh in my head. It doesn't just, help. I, it doesn't I, I do help. like the original. Eh. I got so we went and saw 2049 on our anniversary weekend and we saw it at the drive-in because dr- the drive-in by us does two for one. You know, you just pay 10 bucks per person and then you could see two movies. Oh God, that's an awful one to do on a combo where you're watching two films in a row. Cause it's fucking three hours long. <laughs> well, we, it, the first movie was Kingsman golden circle and we were okay, kind so of, at least they woke you up. <laughs> yeah. But like seeing 2049 like first off we couldn't read the big text that was in the front because we were at the drive-in oh yeah that would suck but then like just watching the movie and i was kind of and we had just watched blade runner the night before because i had never seen it and i thought blade runner was kind of okay like i was like okay cool we'll go see the sequel i saw the sequel and i was like 
yeah, I'm, I'm not on. I'm not on board with the Blade Runner, and maybe it's just I missed it. You know, because I didn't see it as a child, so maybe as a child it was more. It would have been more intriguing. That's a big part of it, because yeah, Blade Runner is one of those films where it's like the first Alien. All these things that have referenced it for the last thirty years have made it to where if you go back and watch Blade Runner, it doesn't feel original because everybody bites off Blade Runner when it comes to sci-fi and dystopia. And it's because yeah, originally that movie was original as fucking all get out but everybody's bitten off of it so fucking now it seems kind of watered down if you watch it today right and it felt like with 2049 that it just was more of the same instead of reinventing the wheel type thing like or not reinventing the wheel but like making it more updated and new and like less it was still pretty sexist and i was still just like it, it didn't do anything for me i was like I mean, I understand that it's a sequel and didn't want to take it too far out of its story, but basically I felt like the sequel was kind of pushed because Harrison Ford's getting older and they didn't want him to die before they made the <laughs> sequel. And it was, it was it, I don't know. It just didn't feel, it didn't feel right to me. Like it didn't feel, it felt like a rush story and a long movie. I said, I think a lot, like a lot of people said, I think it's going to be another one's ones where, cause like the first Blade Runner didn't do great in the theaters, but 10 years later it was a cult classic and people, had done in-depth analysis of it and fucking people realize how fantastic of a film it is. I think it might be another thing where, yeah, 10 years from now, 2049 might be considered a much better film. Maybe. I, mean, I enjoy. I enjoyed it. It was fun. And I love seeing Dave Bautista. Just the, his acting chops have grown so much. It's insane. Yeah, that's true. I saw the first, like he did a movie straight out of the WWE. I think, I think it was post Guardians one, or maybe it was even before the first Guardians. But it was him and another wrestler, um, uh, Rob Van Dam, and it was awful. So seeing that, you know, with a good director, Dave Bautista can act his ass off, like he is a talented guy. But yeah, it really takes a good director and you know a good script. But yeah, that dude's acting ability has grown so much; it's insane. Yeah. Well, he did say for the first Guardians movie, he was like, "Yeah, I knew I had to be better, so I got an acting coach." Yeah, like, which yeah, he's just he's, yeah, he's not a dumb guy just because he's yeah. a big muscle head. He's not stupid. <laughs> he did take a lot of hits to the head, though. That's true. Yeah, well, he was smart enough to get out before he took too many, apparently. So That's you know true. who else takes a lot of hits to the heads? Willie, six-year-olds. Oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> so Willie, aside from fighting six-year-olds, what have you been getting into? Oh God, I've been slaying them left and right. Oh. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what I've been doing? Uh, whew, had a terrible, terrible, terrible New Year's Day. Long work day. Just wanted to go home, and I did. But uh, went to Raleigh last night, which is about an hour and a half away. Hang out with some good friends at a fire pit that was not nowhere near warm enough to keep all your body warm. Whatever wasn't facing the fire was frigid cold, and whatever was facing the fire was extremely boiling hot. Well, wasn't it supposed to be like in the single digits that night for you guys? It was in the double digits, just like 12, 14. Oh, for me, it was negative six, you see, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what would they call this whole thing? A bomb cyclone? Something like that. Yeah, we just call it a cold snap in Chicago. It wasn't one of men just making up different fucking bullshit words to try to sound smart. This is our East Coast. You guys stay off of it. You don't belong here. I'm just saying, y'all are wimps. 
I'm sorry. My friend who lives in Florida, she's like, oh my god, it's 30 degrees here. It's so cold. And I'm like, it's negative, <laughs> negative five outside. The fuck you whining about? I'm sorry. You gotta keep everything relative here. Yeah, yeah, yeah relatively, right. you guys are wimps. <laughs> you know what? You send 12 six-year-olds at me. We'll see who's wimp. Oh. <sighs> You're gonna lose. Yeah, but if I send him behind a cold snap, you're gonna die. Tim Tom's gonna <laughs> eat him. You'll lose. You think six year olds can survive in that more than I can? I got my thermal on right now. Shit, I'll, I'll you got your thermal I'll, on I'll now. Them Christmas story style. They'll be coming at you, not be able to put their arms down. I'm in short <laughs> sleeves, bitch. <laughs> well, my heat isn't quite working right, so heat's off. I'm in here. Yeah, but is it warm in there? No. Why are you not a six-year-old? I can just punt anywhere. Because <laughs> you like me. Uh-huh. Sucker. <laughs> I do. God damn it. <laughs> Stop your giggling, cackling, laughing. I'll do what I want. Not you. I'm not talking to you, Chris. I didn't say back to you. Uh, <laughs> been still been playing a lot of Pokemon, which Naki still has probably yet to touch it since I, since I mentioned it. I did say that I would pick it up again, though. So, yeah, and relative time, how long am I looking at? Uh, it's charging, so that's a first in a couple months. That's a stage. Now, ten to fifteen years, really. Ten to fifteen years. Goddamn, those six-year-olds are gonna be way old then. <laughs> but don't worry, there's always new batches. <laughs> because no matter how old Willie gets. Those six-year-olds always stay the same. They stay oh, the same God. age. <laughs> I wasn't going for the creepy factor of it. It was... Oh, man. That went well, the wrong way. I'm sorry. Let's make this less creepy. Yeah, let's make this less creepy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote Red Foreman here. Aw, oh, bitch. That's not what Red Foreman says. Put that shit down. <laughs> Funko Pops can just go away now. They're, they're done. They're, well, they're then send them to me and shut up. Give me all your pops. You know what? I'm going to make a video of me burning them. That makes you a dumbass. Don't hurt me none. Yeah. Yeah, I could just sell them. That's a good point. Anyway. But thanks to Naki, what we'll be getting into is some Puzzle Fighter. So, yay. Other than that, I didn't really watch any new movies, so... I'll think of something. All right, then. Well, guys, I think that is going to wrap us up for this week, then. A friendly reminder... There is a variety of content that streams on the Gunna Geek Network. If you want to watch it, head on over to geeks.live, the official streaming home of the Gunna Geek Network. I believe the next thing that we'll be streaming is... I don't know. It might be Legends It might be uh, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. at 1 p.m. Eastern, but I can't remember if they're recording tonight or not. So if they're not, then the next is 9 p.m. tonight is Pop X Cast. And of course, feel free to drop on geeks.live tomorrow, 8.45 p.m. Eastern, for the official gunnageek.com show yeah sp just did correct me in the chat room legends of shield at 1 p.m eastern so 30 minutes from now feel free to drop in there but guys yeah actually any... he wrote legends of child which i don't know what show that is yeah close enough you guys have any final thoughts for us child. as we wrap things up that seems i would say shield like like you're shilling you're shilling stuff like the shield stuff Sans like willie's the... bald taint <laughs> What? what? It's in the chat room. SP said what? there will not be any talk of Willie's bald taint on the show. 
Why do you assume my taint is bald? You should have been reading the chat room earlier. They were all talking about your taint because they're a bunch of fucking weirdos. <laughs> my taint's got a following. I'm going to go with it. Oh, Ugh. God. <laughs> Please don't make a Facebook page. <laughs> do it. You ain't real. You won't do it. <laughs> uh, for those not watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., though, it's back in the show. It's fucking awesome. Uh, Quake, final thought, the MCU ass. movie in 2018 will be Black Panther. Oh, God. Thank God Logan Paul's not dating Chloe anymore. Who? Chloe Bennett. Is that her name? Chloe Bennett. Chloe Bennett. Ew, yeah. they were dating? Yes. Oh, wait. She was dating oh, that God. idiot? Yes. Oh, oh my God. God. She's single now. Oh, I know. <laughs> Maybe she realized how much of a fucking idiot he is. So you want to be Eskimo, Eskimo cousins with uh, Logan Paul now? Logan Paul? I it would mean, be worth Eskimo it. Eskimo brothers? It would be worth me. it. It would be worth it for Quake. Totally. I mean, totally Eskimo Cousins, is that where you just get a hand job only? I meant to say Eskimo Brothers. I apologize. That was a screw up. Yeah, it's Eskimo Brothers. I'm sorry. I don't know, but I like what I said better. Yeah, Cousins is just a hand job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, well, why was she dating him? Yeah, because they did the remake him. of uh, Valley Girl together. Naki, you were young once. Weren't you stupid, now too? I, now that I remember that. In your I younger was, days, like everyone else. I was a different kind of stupid. Yeah, well, she's Hollywood some stupid. People you so. shouldn't have. Yeah, she's Hollywood stupid. Give her a break. I mean, it she did have to bring up your, uh, your shed. I did get shot in the leg, and my shed got burned down. Yeah. So, I mean, dating bad people is in my repertoire. <laughs> Stargate, you ain't dating her. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Will, you sound a little jealous there. No, I just state facts. Okay. Uh, Black uh, Black Panther will probably be the best MCU movie. Yes, I agree. Angel Guard. Uh, um, it's got to contend with Avengers Four. That was I know, yeah, but it that was, wasn't coming out. I would agree, but I was like, I've, this has been building up for how many years now? But the yeah. thing is, is and, that they're they're not. I feel like they're not promoting Black Panther as much as they should be. Of course not. It's a bunch of black actors. That's true. Well, I think they're. <laughs> but also, I'm fucking excited because Michael B. Jordan's in it. And Eric Killmonger is going to be fucking awesome. Well, I mean, I don't think that's the reason. I think it's oh, it their, is. Their advertising has to go for their that the fucking you can't avoid Infinity War, man. You just can't. No, it's they more need to of, advertise the next wait, Avengers film. Hold really? on, that's not what it is. It's the fact that I don't know. <laughs> Disney owns Star Wars, and Star Wars is out right now. Wait until Star Wars starts to trickle out. Then the Avengers, not the Avengers, the Black Panther marketing blitz will start. It's the same thing we said with Justice League and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever it was, too. There's too many other things going on, so you got to wait until the one craze dies down to start the Yeah, next it, was, it was Guardians into Thor, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. And then it, it was, was Thor and the Justice Disney League. Had nothing, yeah, they had nothing for Thor coming out until Guardians cleared out of the theater, and then the Thor marketing campaign kicked in like crazy. Yeah, so, yeah they still yeah, didn't really market Wonder Woman, though, either. It, that wasn't Disney, but that yeah, was Yeah, that's Disney. just DC stupid. So I, honest, I haven't seen that movie I honestly yet. think what it is now is they're waiting for the Star Wars stuff to trend down a little bit, and then people get ready for the next thing, and then they'll start ramping up the Black Panther stuff. So let's be honest. The MCU is good at advertising the crap out of everything it did. Did you really think Ant-Man would get advertised as much as it did? That's true. That's true. Yeah. And then the mini the miniature signs were so cool. <laughs> so guys, I think that is going to wrap us up, but don't worry. We'll be back next week live 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over on geeks.live and all of the other Twitch and Mixer channels. So until then, bye guys. Bye.
How much torque do you need to tear off a child's Thanks arm? Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.